Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is Radio Free Cybertron with your host, Brian Kilby, featuring Chris, Don, Rob, Diecast, John, and Melvar. This is Radio Free Cybertron. Uh, Radio Free Cybertron is the world's first and oldest toy and action figure podcast. We've been around since 1999. Mm. I'm Brian Kilby. With me this week, we have Chris. Yes. Rob. Hello. Matt, I think. Maybe Matt disappeared. Uh, he did say a few minutes ago he was having unstable connection issues. So oh. ho- hopefully he'll be with us shortly. But Oh, well, that's sad. Diecast. Yeah. Uh, I'll be Matt this week because... Um reasons and don hi everybody hey everybody so before we make don's day let's talk <laughs> about uh the news item that we uh, mentioned last week uh starting next week on our patreon um history on the fives goes away and it's replaced by there goes my money hosted by chris yes hosted twice monthly more importantly chris is editing it meaning that it's going to come out on time or at least much closer to on time than history on the fives has been able to yeah. So. Which is not to throw any shade at Brian. Brian has a lot of things going on, and editing takes quite a bit of time. So, like, that's no failing on him. He's just very busy. Yes. I want to be very clear on that. Yes, I'm very busy. <laughs> and old. Yeah. And old. <laughs> Me okay. too. So, Don. Yes. Why don't you take this one? 40th anniversary HasLab announced. This one's for Don. Tuesday, HasLab stream went out to the world on the internet, as such things do. And it was announced that the new 40th anniversary HasLab will be Transformers, Car Robots, Robots in Disguise, 2001, Omega Prime. And I could not be happier. Uh, We're getting a brand new Optimus Prime. We're getting a brand new Ultra Magnus. And we're getting a brand new Weaponizer in the form of Autobot Blue Bolts, which will be Ultra Magnus' main weapon, and the weapon for Omega Prime. Uh, I am ecstatic. I I was never have ex- I was expecting Matt and Diecast to be everybody that was saying Devastator. I was I was f- fully expecting Devastator. Diecast was saying Metroplex. Metroplex. Sorry. Uh, then they dropped the clue about Omega. I was hoping for people like Paladin. It would have been animated Omega. I was hoping I was hoping for that for a lot of people, but. Being Omega Prime makes me extremely happy. So Don's extremely happy. I'm extremely. Eh, I'm gonna. I, I've already bought it. I've already backed it. But like, I just don't. Care. I, I think Superfire Convoy is the most boring <laughs> Optimus Prime ever. I just don't care for it. That 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 uh, Ultra Magnus is the worst Ultra Magnus ever. And like updates to those toys just don't interest me like at all. Yeah, at they all. were. They were saying that they corrected the uh, proportions on that Ultra Magnus somewhat, but I, I where? I, yeah, I was about to say I think they made I think they made the shoulders a little bit wider, which does not make those legs any bit less those legs. 
So, you know, I've never, I've never owned the, uh, the Ultra Magnus. I actually do like the Fire Convoy toy. I, I, I like it. It, it it's definitely. It's not bad. No, it's I'm not. not. Saying it's, it's bad. Just like, boring. It's just, I, I don't, I don't know. I have a, I have a certain affection for it just as a, like, you know, it, it is very much a, a Takara Tomy toy of that era. And I feel like it's notable yes. for, for that specifically because, in terms of uh, how it works, there's really not a lot in Transformers before or since exactly like that, I feel. Well, they forgot how to make cars in, that turn into robots. Yeah. So it is interesting in that respect. Yeah. And it's it's definitely a lot more like parts formery, I feel like, than than most other, you know, especially modern Transformers. And I'm I'm okay with that. I Like I said, I like the thing. I also don't feel any great urge to, you know, get a larger more elaborate version of it so i i think i'm probably gonna let this one go by i mean i yeah i decided not to back it either because there's no spy changers here um that is disappointing yeah um but like yeah they look too too similar to me to the original toys Uh and while while i respect that they want to keep them true to the roots for the people who like don have that affection for the original toys specifically and would not be so satisfied if they were, you know, updated and remodeled for, you know, better engineering principles or just nicer toyness than the originals. Like, at the same time, I have the original toys. They're fine, except for Ultra Magnus, who is awful. Um, And, like, I don't feel the need to replace them with remakes at a slightly larger scale. The only thing, like, I can understand because of what Ultra Magnus has to do, that they probably can't change the proportions very much at all, or the thing's not going to fit together the right way. I really hope, though, someone on one side or the other of this figured out a way to keep Ultra Magnus's legs attached when just transforming from truck to robot, because the original couldn't do that. You had to take the legs off for transformation. Oh, wow. um, I do have a few thoughts, Brian, if I could, if I could talk about those. Please, Don. I mean, okay. Uh, one, I do like the new proportions. Uh, the old one, I had it never really gave me any issue. Uh, but having them side by side, I do see some of the proportion issues that they have fixed. Two, like I'm what? glad. Please well, elaborate. The new one, the new Optimus Prime in just standard mo- in in regular mode. Uh, well, actually, I should say super, super in combined mode is a little a little more. Not want to say lanky. But it's a it's just a bit more natural looking in combined mode, and he's not quite too short. You don't have the ladder having to fold to be on the on the, you know to because if he if it's unfolded and he's in combined mode, he gives him a kind of weird little tilt forward just because of the way the ladder has to work. But Ultra Magnus did not skip leg day. I will admit that mm-hmm. all day long. Mm-hmm. But for it to do what it has to do. And to look like the character, you kind of got to have that. So I'm willing to I'm willing to let that go as I did on the original, because as Chris said, if it does what it's supposed to do for the combined mode and what it does add stability, like what they did with Optimus Prime's waist piece with the backpack coming down and adding some support to that center part, because that was one of the drawbacks of the combined mode originally was he was sort of like G1's Perion. Mr. Floppy Pants. He just he kind of flopped a little bit because that center support wasn't very supportive. I will say I do have a couple of issues with the stretch goals. Um, 
I they think. Suck. Well, <laughs> okay. I don't. I, I can see the Matrix Blade. Like that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, no, that's it's good. Yeah. Tier one is good. Tier two doesn't exist. Okay, that's what I was going to get to. Yeah. Uh, tier, tier three I, really doesn't exist. Yeah, they might add one if this yeah. keeps going at the rate it's going. Right. Maybe. The thing is that I don't think the Matrix Blade needs to be that far above your base 10,000 because you can get third-party Matrix Blades... So that's not really an incentive, I don't think, to get people. Considering the toys are the same size, you can use those. That's so like I I don't want to step all over you, Don, but I just want to get this point out. My biggest problem with this is that once I have this, I can not at more than just a mere glance. Look at look at this on the shelf and get confused if it's the original or not. Mm -hmm. I can't do that with Deathsaurus. I can't do that with Star Saber. Certainly can't do that with Unicron. Like, this is just too similar to the original release to me. Right. See, okay. My, Are you... my, my problem with it is that it's an Optimus Prime and an Ultra Magnus. We could get an Optimus Prime and an Ultra Magnus on a store shelf. We couldn't get mm-hmm. Victory Saber on a store shelf. We couldn't get Death Source on a store shelf. We couldn't, like, that's what Haslabs are supposed to be, is stuff that's off the wall, that's not easy to come by originally, like like updates of... Japanese exclusive stuff means I I would say I would argue that like if you go into Star Wars it that falls apart a little bit but with Transformers well, I'm talking about be... trans I'm talking about Transformers has labs this isn't a Star Wars podcast no but like you said has labs <laughs> and I would say like as a general well, that's theme, what Transformers has labs are for or have been nobody's for, ever expects... for stuff that's damn near impossible to come by the originals to play mm-hmm. devil's advocate here like all at once I could see Maybe they've tried to float to their retail partners the idea of Commander Class, Robots in Disguise 2001, Optimus Prime, even without the Ultra Magnus idea following up, and the stores are just like, yeah, no, we don't really care for that idea right now. Like, you know, what, what, even is, <laughs> what even is this Optimus Prime? I don't remember this from when I was, you know, five years old. Yeah, and, and um, I'm, I'm not saying that we could get this Optimus Prime. And no, this no, Ultra just, Magnus at yeah. retail. I, I'm not going to be the guy that's saying, "Oh, these should just be Commander classes," right. because that because that's not true. Yeah, these, these are made for a premium price point. These mm-hmm. particular toys could not be retail toys. Yeah, I'm trying to extend the benefit of the doubt here that like maybe they have tried to get to retail a version of uh, Fire Convoy and Ultra Magnus. You know, these versions of these characters, and the retail side of things is not playing ball with that. They want to do this somehow for the anniversary year for the fans they know that are out there and are very vocal about their love for robots in disguise. It's not just Don. There's a, you know, a very loud part of the fandom that is into that show. I love that show, too. It's not a good show, but it's fun. Yeah, exactly. I like the Fire Convoy. I like the yeah. Red Optimus Prime. Op, well, the Red Optimus Prime. Um, mm-hmm. my fear is that this is the first step towards every Haslab just being another Optimus Prime or another Megatron, or uh, I think it's a step towards Haslabs just becoming boring. I'm just trying to look at it from the point of view of they wanted to make this happen somehow, and this was the way they could do it, much like you know, a store exclusive sometimes it's not convenient for us for a character, but it's a way to get that out when otherwise it could not exist at all. All right, can I go? Because I'm 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 angry, and I have a lot of points. If this was not a anniversary year and a 
big anniversary year, I would have a little less problem with this HasLab. Um, I only watched part of the announcement um, because I was working and, of course, I got interrupted. Uh, but it seemed like this was Evan's dream and Evan's want and not necessarily what the fans wanted. Don't do not do that because Evan was the one that said we're never going to do Optimus Evan, Prime. Yeah. Evan doesn't get to choose. Evan gets a, no. probably gets a, gets a say in what it is. So they said, oh, it's going to be, you know, 40th anniversary. We're going to do something big. This is the worst HasLab that they've done so far. You know, like Brian said, if you, I, I would say Unicron's the worst one. Just kibble. If you look at it on your shelf, I have the old one on my shelf right there. And in some pictures, I can't even tell the difference. So this was not the right time for this HasLab. It looks a little boring if you had the original, and the I understand some people Backers don't. currently seem to disagree with you because it's already it's over right. halfway funded. Yeah, die, yeah Diecast, I, I, I think I think you're taking it a little too far, but that... I think you're taking it a little too personally. Yeah, yeah it's... Yeah, maybe, it, maybe that. Like, the 40th anniversary... If, yeah, it's specifically the 40th anniversary of G1 starting, but they don't look at it that way. It's the 40th anniversary of the brand as a whole, and there is so much of the brand, and Robots in Disguise 2001 is such an overlooked part of the Transformers brand as an entire entity. We've barely, barely gotten recognition for that since Generations started. Like, the last 12 months, or 12 or 18 months, has been the best it's been for that sub-branding of Transformers that it's been since it was on the air originally. Like, Right, but that's what Legacy's for. Legacy's... This is Legacy. Yeah. I, I know, but... It's also a HasLab, so but they stated in the they stated in the stream that it's going with it's the legacy. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Of course, they're going to brand it that way. I mean, I think Unicron was branded as uh whatever or, it was, or Cybertron. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. So, like I said, I don't think this was the right time for this HasLab, and I think it's a tad lazy, especially with the stretch goals and. We can like agree it, the stretch goals are a little lazy. Yeah, yeah. Maybe if they add another stretch goal, it'll be better. But the sword is even worse than, like, you know, the uh, the gun that we got with uh, Death Source. Like, that was cool. It, it folded up. It did multiple things. It, this, this is just a flat I, I, plastic I, I, sword. I would almost argue that the sword should come with it because that. Yeah, that's, I think so too. The sword should be uh, baked in because that's important to the toy and the character. As a Titan Class Fortress Maximus owner, hard agree. Yeah. yeah. I so, mean, for 250 they also took out all the electronics. They took out... Okay, so I think that's actually good. Electronics are hard to maintain in the long term, yeah. you know. And um, they were able to add some stability to the rest of the robot by doing that. Now, yeah. I do regret that they didn't take the opportunity of a HasLab budget to maintain uh, the Optimus Prime ladder you know, a uh, ripple launcher gimmick. Cause that was like, that's an iconic feature of that original toy. I understand their factory structure now is probably not designed to assemble and, you know, uh, manufacture the parts for spring launchers and like complicated action gimmicks like that. Mm -hmm. I get, I get that part of it, but like more than the electronics, unless you're going to have it say, you know, hyper goldfish transform as the fandom used to misquote the fire convoy toy. Um, <laughs> Unless you're going to have it, you know, say something like that, that's meaningful to fans. Like, I think the the missile launching gimmick should have been something they included just for 
like really paying tribute to what made that original toy special in a big way. Yeah. But like, no, I mean, I think this is actually the perfect time to do something like this. And again, this wouldn't exist anywhere in the product line, I don't think, yes. without it being a Haslab uh, situation. And I want to especially uh, note someone in our Discord. I'm trying to go back and find the exact quote. Oh, here it is. Music Fighter said, having to release Fire Convoy and Magnus separately over a year apart from each other would lead to Magnus shell-forming very badly, and they are 100% correct about that. You would sell yes. Fire Convoy as a commander on its own at retail, maybe. You would not get Robots in Disguise Ultra Magnus to sell on its own with the combining toy being at least a year behind it. Like, yeah. it well, quite frankly, anybody that looked at those two toys, if they were released at the same time, Ultra Magnus would peg warm. It would pick warm. Right. I, I agree with that. And there are things I like, like about this. I do. Okay, have the, yeah, let's talk about that. They have a little bit better articulation. Like it does have, you know, ankle rockers, stuff like that. Um, I also like that they changed it from rubber wheels to plastic. Yeah. Yes. Because we all know we all have we most of us on the show have this and the rubber wheels just break yeah. off. Yeah. Even even Evans. Yeah, I won't even take Optimus Prime out of the box because I know what will yeah. happen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm kind of scared to look at the tires on mine after not looking at it for a while. And um, as much as I don't like this, and I don't think it was the right time, I did order it. it. Yeah, <laughs> I did order it. It's fine. So, so you're mad okay. because you're mad at yourself. Yes. Is, is, no, okay. I mean, I would have been. I would have been more okay with this if it wasn't the 40th anniversary and if I wasn't expecting something G1 related. There was nothing that could match your expectations with this 40th anniversary thing. It's okay. It's fine. It's just boring. That's the worst part about it. At least you know? it's not a Primus. Before before yeah. Don picks, uh, picks back up, a couple of things I do want to add. Um, yeah, it's the fact that it is the 40th anniversary mostly that I am basically okay with this because yeah like, like we were saying earlier i i hope this doesn't become a you know start a trend of Haslabs being characters that could work on uh, uh, uh on retail shelves in one form or another but you know for the anniversary that makes a little more sense to me to to go with you know like you know fairly major name um a couple other things i wanted to mention that i don't think we'd mentioned yet um this is being uh worked on by the original designer of godfire convoy i believe that was hisashi he is, yeah i love that yeah he's he's getting to revisit his own design and you know touch up things he may have, may have not been satisfied with yeah from what evan's instagram post uh was implying yuki seems to be having the time of his life getting to design these toys over again oh that is fantastic I, yeah I, i'm glad to hear that uh, Evans, Evans said outright that uh, when Yuki would send videos over demonstrating like how the model was coming along and how it was functioning, he would have the car robot theme playing in the background and he'd be humming along to it the whole time. <laughs> that is great. Yeah. So like he like Yuki is completely into doing this. Like he he's obviously thrilled. OK, yeah, I can I can definitely spare a little bit of extra affection for passion projects there. Yeah, uh, absolutely. There for one. And the last thing I wanted to mention is, um, I did I hear correctly that the like estimated delivery date is farther out than most previous Haslabs? Fall of twenty twenty five. Yeah, so you know, P 
pe- people have kind of been wondering about that. I would just like to refer them to the massive amount of layoffs that Hasbro just yeah. had a month ago. It's like I am one hundred percent certain that that factors into the the uh, you know the extended uh, production time in some way. Also, one thing I would like to bring up that all of y'all have said is that this is an anniversary year. It's the 40th anniversary of the brand. When this toy comes out, it will be 2025. That's just about the anniversary of car robots as well. So it's like a, just about, but it's not. It's, it's, not. it's, it's, it's about halfway between car robots and robots in disguise. Like yeah, so, so I mean, started. It, so it's about the best they can do to split the difference, right? So yeah. it, it is an anniversary with an anniversary. It's an anniversary turkey. But here's the thing. Um, I think this is great because we're there's n- not a way probably to get these at retail and they be not a shelf warmer, not compromised. It's celebrating, as was said, a part of the brand that is extremely ignored if i'm if i'm using stronger language is extremely ignored by a lot of fans either by ignorance or just they don't care because it's not g1 or it's not beast wars or it's not energon now i do have some issues with the stretch goals i think the matrix plate is is a great stretch goal it does not need to be that far above the base stretch goal. That's how they set up all their stretch goals. They'll, for all right, the right. They'll, hit, yeah. they'll hit 13,000. Yeah, right. definitely. But I'm just saying people that know this toy and know the history, that is not going to be, because if it doesn't hit, that's fine. They can it still will. get one. It's a non-stretch goal stretch goals. Right. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, we've seen this with Victory Saber and with Deathsaurus and their weapons. I mean. Right, right. I will say that the second stretch goal is very, very stupid. Yeah, think, that's the I, one that gets me. I think that is that is like I don't know whether they're like giving us something different and like, well, this is the second stretch goal, and then if we hit it, here's your big whammy for your third stretch goal, which could be, for example, either spy changer repaints from MicroMasters. I'm just saying as an example. Oh, I'd hate that. Um it could be an add-on piece that gives you that rocket firing effect. As far as the add-on, I'm just saying it, they may be other things, but I think they should have made the blade and the and the and the stands. I'm just saying I think something on the stretch goals could have been done differently to make it more enticing. Was, mind, mind if I interject something here, Don? Go ahead. Um, thinking about it, I think you are onto something with your MicroMasters as uh, Spy Changers idea because weren't the stretch goals for both stars uh, victory saber and Desaurus in order weapon stand micromasters well now like for this for Desaurus, the micromasters were a surprise we didn't know about that yeah, until after the fact yeah yeah because yeah, okay. did so much numbers they just added that on to it after the campaign was already over like hey you gave us so much we can actually do this now ah, and also so you. that so that leaves a sense of what if we hit all these numbers for stretch goal one and two, what are we getting as the unknown bonus? Could it be spy changers? Could it be? There's, there's no guarantee of <laughs> there's not. Bonus. No. There, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect the stage three. No, just, just be pleasantly surprised if it happens. Yeah. Later says that he's confused. I guess why we dislike this as a, as a tier one goal is always going to be a stand and a space bridge stand is great. Even splits and half of the smaller figures can each have one. It's just the matter of like your your highest end 
extra tier is just static pieces of plastic that, yeah, you can have display stands for our, you know, weird posing if you want, but the toys don't even need them. And yeah, they're not like that source is thrown uh, with being able to double as a display stand. That's great. That adds something to the displayability of the figure because of the throne aspect and being a, you know, Japanese villain leader in Transformers from that period. Yes, most of the time he did just sit in his throne when he was on screen. Like, that's just kind of how that worked. Like, that made sense for that. And for Victory Saber, having that stand for the, the flying alternate modes for those two toys also made sense. Here it's just, it feels really superfluous and like they had no other inspiration for what to add on to the toys. They've gotten away with it enough times now to where it's just going to be a thing going forward. Where yeah, surprise. it is. But the problem with these, they look like the crappy stands that came with those new GoBots that came out like ten years ago. Like I don't even are, remember. Yeah, these are just the like stands. the most. Yeah, the, the action action toys machine yeah, Robo from the yeah. No, I remember, I remember that. So, I just don't remember the stands so that came generic. with them. They're so okay. generic. Looking. So what do you think about the price? Because I'm looking at this and I'm saying, okay, it's not right. Maybe they're commander it, yeah, class. Yeah, it's right. Now, it's so about I'm right. going eighty. 80 that's 160 and a 25 dollar deluxe weaponizer okay. yeah so i mean you You've know also we've, got had a little more, we've had a little more inflation um, packaging and, costs and victory saber notably was roughly a commander plus roughly a voyager toy maybe a little bit bigger than the voyager you know this is fully two commander toys plus the hazlab premium like yeah it was going to be more expensive no matter what and this i think this is about right Honestly, several people in our Discord yesterday were saying that they had actually expected this pairing to cost more than what it was, right. and I agree with them. Because if you look at it, Diecast, with this going into production this year, they have to budget for any increases that may that they may be expecting when this thing goes into production. So you're looking at ninety dollars. Commanders are ninety bucks. They're not eighty. They're ninety. So that's 180 right there. You got a Voyager that in most cases is going to be 25 to $27. So that's going to be, let's just say 210. And then you have the packaging, you have the printing, you have all that. Yes. I was hoping this would have been about 229. That that's kind of, I saw the, I saw the reveal, but I did not get a chance to go to the HasLab page to get the pricing information. So yes, I was I was expecting around two twenty nine, something around, around that. But I think with them factoring in possible in uh, production cost increases, this is about what I think you're going to have to be done to get it made. Yeah, but you're, but you're still looking at two hundred ten dollars just at basic retail prices right there. Yeah, yeah. I, get, I guess part of me just feels like this. Doesn't feel like a true Haslab. What is because a true it's not Haslab? Haslab you, it's not the Haslab you what want. No, no. Haslab. Unicron is a true Haslab, Brian. It was something like so off the wall or nobody really ever promised super that. Updated or... Nobody ever promised you that. That that's I thought that's what it's Haslab just what you've come to expect to from the like, from the past yeah, couple. It's like, and it's honestly, like, where, where's my road Caesar? You know yeah, I mean? honestly, at this point. I would be thrilled to see like next year's or the year after's HasLab just be at like $170 and just be a really nice Power Master Optimus Prime, for instance, or a really nice Energon Optimus Prime redo. Because there, there, there is some mileage you could get in remaking that toy. Sorry, Matt, go ahead. 
Yeah, don't don't kill my my hopes of Power Master Prime repaints, man. <laughs> I I need my burning justice. Okay, okay, no, okay. I absolutely agree with you there. I was just using that as an example of like you know here is like a semi mundane thing that I'd be happy to see just done really nicely as a head. Yeah, this this, one, this one's already killed my yellow splendid convoy. Yeah. So don't don't True. take away my burning justice. So, God, I guess, God fire is, convoy. Is this not as good right. as the engine of vengeance? Like, I mean, that was, I mean, that was a Haslab. It didn't, didn't fund or the, um, that Razor Crest again, that Star Wars and that, that is Marvel. Is, like, is Omega Prime less than Cookie Monster to you? Yes. I, I can't compare it to that. I'm, uh, I'm comparing <laughs> like it you to should. other Haslabs. They're all, it is other Haslabs. Yeah. Those are Haslabs. I mean, you can even compare it to some of the Star Wars stuff. Like the Razor Crest is something they could have got out at retail in some form yes. or another. In if Toys that, R Us was still a thing, they probably could have. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. That was way too much. That was a that was a way higher price point than retail would. Did you not do. see the two hundred ninety nine dollar Millennium Falcon that Toys R Us did have? Yeah, Toys R Us Toys was, R definitely, Russ was yeah, if, dead if, if, a long what, time ago. That's what we're saying, though. If Toys R Us was still around, like the Razor Crest would never have been clear for a Hadlab because it would have been partnered with Toys R Us and it would have gone into retail. Like that's that's kind of the thing. The Razor Crest was. It, they may have made it more special because they were putting it through as a HasLab, but you know, by all other accounting, it was just a large Star Wars vehicle, which we've had at retail before. You could absolutely put these out as a commander and drop, you know, two at the same time. They already have their commander classes set up, though, and stores it, I, will only. I'm carry not saying so many. this year you could have done it next year. A lot you of stores don't even keep them on shelves anymore. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, something just the the way the way I I'm going to choose to look at this diecast is that even though this is something that was in its original form more accessible to us than uh, in the U.S. market than a Unicron was, than Victory Saber was, than Deathsaurus was, this is still a very this is still a very high quality passion project by yes. the designers and i think that it is specifically what justifies it as a has lab as much as anything else because and i mean one of you the things you you can get in fact replica proton packs and ghost traps and what have you at retail but they are nowhere near as nice as what has lab and the okay, last... Let's let Don have his last opinion and what yeah. we've been doing this for half an hour Sorry. already. Oh, my, wow. my last thing is, yes, the second stretch goal stands for Fire Convoy and Ultra Magnus, Frostless Magnus, are weak. But I just want to postulate, what if they're not really for this set as that is, but for what stretch goal number three could be? I'm just putting that out there as a That's possibility. And I just want to go one more thing out. Hasbro, when you're listening to this, Evan, it was Diecast that said that, not us, not the rest yeah. of us. So there you go. Okay. The, the uh, views and opinions of Diecast do not necessarily reflect those of Radio Free Cybertron or the other hosts. Okay. So it, they were. It may, it may, you know, point out how other fans feel, though. Uh, I think most fans feel like Don. Uh, I mean, you can just read the comments on the live stream if you want to know how other fans feel. That's why I turned them off. Yeah. Evan and everybody <laughs> else on the Hasbro teams, and if you want to pass this on to your Jakar friends, too, like. We're really happy that you're giving some attention to the Robots in Disguise fans. They deserve it. Yeah, and yeah. I will say this. If my Dynamics works out like I'm planning, <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting three. I'm getting one. I am buying it. I don't hate it. I just I, find it boring. I'm, I, argu I'm arguing in favor more than Diecast is, and I think I'm the only person here who hasn't at least considered ordering it. 
Yeah. Oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm well, undecided. Well, I want to, <laughs> this will mean more to Matt and uh, Chris than anybody else. But I'm probably going to cancel my five CSM gear mm. to get two of these. Wow! Wow! So, that's, okay, that's how much that's that dedication. Means to me. That's dedication, Evan. That's yes. dedication. Yes. All right, so we we got J- JT Prime. I'm going to finish with J- what JT Prime okay. said in the chat. He keeps sending Evan his demands for a new G2 Pyro. Thank you. Keep, okay. Keep at, yes. it, keep at it, man. You're, you're doing the good work. Doing okay. the Lord's work. So <laughs> I didn't know about any of these next items because I've been busy this past week. It's been crazy at work. Uh, so there are more leaks. Legacy United Chromia? Yeah, we, we talked a week or two ago about the possibility that had been floated around that it was going to be a retool of animated Prowl. And guess what? Wait, it's a retool of animated Prowl. Uh, so it's a re- not so much a retool as the exact same toy in different colors with a new head. But she looks nice. The deco mostly looks nice on it. Yeah, I I think it's a fine chromia. I wouldn't call it a cyberverse chromia. No, no, yeah. not remotely. It it looks nothing like a cyberverse chromia. But if you just want a chromia, yeah, it looks great. Yeah, I hate to say it, if they wanted to make a cyberverse chromia using an existing mold with minimal retooling. They would need to have used Legacy Prime RC once again, because that's the closest actual body shape to the Cyberverse design. Well, I mean, isn't Cyberverse Chromia basically based off of the Generations Chromia, which was a retooled Prime RC? Kind of, sort of, and yeah, a a very long and winding road led to that point, yes. Yeah, so so we're playing a very elaborate game of Chromia Telephone here. Basically, yeah, yeah, so... Cyberverse Chromia was largely based off of IDW Chromia, which was based off of the Generations toy, which was based off of the original Prime RC toy. Okay. And the green grass grows all around. <laughs> okay. Uh, Blade saying that uh, he thought it, he thought it was someone, someone's custom. Okay, so no, the person. It's definitely not a custom because, like, a you can't just like change clear plastic colors like that. Uh, that's the biggest giveaway there but if you look close like you can see this is not painted surfaces it's plastic colors um but no the person got the pictures from wherever and posted them in the customs forum just to like stir the pot or something uh apparently the person is just you know a known i don't want to use the word troublemaker like other people have used but like they they're known for doing stuff like this from time to time so no this this is genuine for sure some light trolling yeah, like a little troll. bit. Yeah. yeah, that's me over the years. Um, Legacy United Shard. So if you want more of the Rock Lords, your Rock Lord. Yeah, so it's a it's a helicopter made out of death I crystals. Be, yeah, crystals. Death crystals. Yeah, it doesn't look good to me. No, no, it doesn't. I, I um, as far I, as the Rock Lords go, I think it looks the best. But I'm not yeah. into any of them really. I yeah. think I'm all out on these rock vehicle things. Like, yeah. Does it does it like come apart and, and do like weaponizery things like the uh, like the rock truck does? Because probably supposedly that doesn't seem to have been demonstrated by the one person who has it in hand. Okay, I I mean for some reason I I don't hate it, but I don't see uh, myself like going out of my way for it either. If it shows up on clearance on Amazon, I'll, I'll probably grab one. Like if it was not the rock texture and it was just you know a helicopter was this general shape and engineered this way i think i'd be pretty into it i can't get behind the combination of this and flying crystal growth Hmm. it's just not working for me i I really hate to say it but for the kind of crystals this is molded as i would actually like to see a clear plastic version 
Yeah, I hate you for saying that too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. I've I like this. I, I would. I think this is one of the situations where, if there was some fiction behind explaining why they're like this, uh-huh. people might gravitate more towards it because you have some context for why these are rock people turning they, into vehicles. They evolved from naturally occurring rocks, right? Sure, but. I'll be honest. I like the helicopter. I think it's interesting. Um, it's rotor storm, but in crystal form. Right, right. So, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm glad they're doing, they're th- thinking outside the box on some of these rocketizers, but that's what I'm calling them as rocketizers. But, um, uh, you know, I want to see more before I make a decision, but I like, I like their thinking, like, here's the, here's the design box. One guy's over here, like, let's put rocks on helicopters. See what, see if that flies. I hate you, Don. Yeah. All the all the all the aeronautical engineers out there are just crying right now. So, Ashiman, I, I don't want to. I shouldn't go back to this because we're talking not talking about uh, the Haslab anymore. But I've never heard this phrase before, and I like it. Diecast, don't take this personally. Ashiman, when when you put yourself out there, you put yourself out there. Ashiman said, Diecast really quickly has become a G whiner, G one or nothing for him. I have never heard G whiner. That is the best term. So. I mean, Diecast gave it a thumbs up, so. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's allowed to have their opinions. I'm exactly. glad if you like this. Yeah. And I, I'm just glad it was you and not me this time, Diecast. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna renege on something I said. Um, Studio Series Gamer Edition Sideswipe. I the first photos we got of this made me physically ill to look at. I don't fine. I don't. I don't like it, but I don't hate it. Like. Like I did, I what the what the photos before just didn't work for me. This is this is okay. It's okay. It's, it's okay. It's okay. And if it manages to not be a tremendous nuisance to transform, like the original Fall of Cybertron sideswipe toy was, I will be happy. I don't remember that toy being that difficult to transform. That was the Jazz retool. It was pretty straightforward. To be honest, Jazz g- uh, gave me some uh, problems as well. In Interesting. Just same things positioned. Same here. It, it just kind of, you, you try to fold it together to peg it together. And it kind of was sort of like generate, like wheelie, the, the first wheelie, we, the decent wheelie from uh, Titan's, Return. Titan's Return. Titan's Return. When you try yeah. to put it together in car mode, you just, just kind of collapse. Split. Yeah. That's Ooh. the way Jazz and Sideswipe were for me. They just, you go to peg them together and they just kind of just, undo themselves yeah and sideswipe guess... for me was a little bit more so that than jazz was in fact but he also came with uh better weapons I yeah i uh, just i mean to be fair all of those were kind of bad toys so except the tiny optimus prime i mean but that well, was cool better as ultra magnus but yeah yes. yeah uh well, ultra magnus came with the sword that's, uh, that prime should pad so yeah. i love that sword it's great um so did we jump to sideswipe uh, we were talking about sideswipe. Okay, because I jumped straight to Sunstreaker. Sideswipe's okay. I uh, think I'm. I think I'm. I think I'm were, all out. On okay, the you were talking about you were talking about Sunstreaker, but calling it sideswipe. Oh, okay. Well, I'm happy. Uh, I, I, I got like three hours sleep. So, yeah. So Sunstreaker made me physically ill looking at it when we saw it a couple weeks back. Now I'm looking at it and it's okay. It's nice that we have some pictures of it that are not literally in hand. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. We can actually see more of the toy now. Yes. Yeah. I hope they get, because we all know yellow is one of the worst colors on a toy 
the color match? How many bumblebees? How many the generation the combiner war sunstreaker? How many have we had that just don't match? I hopefully by this point they can get the yellows that's supposed to be the same shade matching the differentiating yellows. They match, but they don't match the other one. I'm hoping they can get the right shading on these different colors of the yellow. The ABS and the uh, nylon are never going to color match. Nope. Yeah. Because and unfortunately, they... oh, sorry. You can go ahead. And unfortunately, neither is the paint and the plastic. So uh, I, I think this is just going to be a problem going forward with, with yellow care. Yeah, yeah um... I'll be honest. What I see on my screen... That does not bother me the way it is right now. Yeah, I'm just. But again, production variances are going to kick in. It's yeah, like... I mean, it's it's entirely possible to engineer the toy where you don't have yellow be both an ABS color and the nylon color. You can make that nylon sprue be a completely different color, and you never run into those color matching problems like that. Uh, you know, it just depends what kind of flexibility you have with how much you can hide those parts, and if you know. Some of those colors are supposed to be there in that other color. You know, every once in a while you get a situation where there's no choice but to try to have a nylon sprue be the same color or as close to it as the ABS. But, you know, for light refraction qualities and stuff, nylon plastic is never going to be as vibrant color as an ABS equivalent. And I think Matt would agree with me that uh, on this toy there should be no clear plastic and they should have just painted the windows. It probably would have been about the same cost to go no clear plastic and paint the windows. Like there's not, that's the way I feel about every toy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, th- I think at this point, the you know, besides the fact that they seem to be saving that for, you know, like special releases, yeah. uh, opaque windows at the moment. There's also the pa- a fact that for all of the other studio series, like Cybertron, version characters they've done up to now they have done clear plastic for the windows so yeah to do sunstreaker without that would be the odd man out also that adds the you know the new issue of uh, trying to paint yellow onto opaque light blue and i don't know if that's going to be harder than clear dark blue or not uh no so if they did away with the clear plastic they would mold that sprue in the yellow and then paint the blue over it like uh oh right right like how you got um buzzworthy cliff jumper that was that what was previously a clear part was cast in red or maybe even gray and then it was painted over and painted over for the roof and the window colors god yeah yeah Yeah. i just hope in hand the colors the yellows do match a little bit better than say idw bumblebee did way back because that i think is still the worst defender in terms of yellow matching and just that was just green yeah it was just not uh, uh totally apparent until you had it in hand yeah uh, finally, first look at Slugs Five Pack Will Jack. Love it. Looks <laughs> good. I think so. This highlights a problem with the the uh, Earthrise Wheel Jack mold, where Wheel Jack's cartoon design had like a thin windshield band that went across the middle of the chest, and this is just like the whole lower half of the torso is the windshield part, and yeah, it kind of gets exacerbated when it's painted in the opaque blue. Now, that being said, I still it's, much prefer what this looks like to any previous version that's been released. Yes, it's always been that way. Like, I've noticed that with the, the Sage or Earthrise or whatever line that came out in. Like, I've always noticed that, where yeah. there should be a little more, um, I guess, car part underneath that uh, windshield. Yeah. But, I mean, that's 
like that car is really wedge shaped anyway. It's it's really yeah. weird. I don't I don't actually care for the car mode, but the robot mode's fine. But mm-hmm. yeah, the, this paint job helps so much. Look at the look at how they painted the head. That looks wonderful. Like that it is does. it does. That is like right off of uh, an animation cell. The way that face looks with that paint job. That's really really good. Yeah, I, I'm feeling really encouraged about what the the totality of this box set is going to look like. I'm I'm very much looking forward to this entire set now. Cool. Yeah. Um. Are you also looking forward to a Super Seven? reaction t-rex no if i can get it for six dollars hell yes (laughs) that's coming (laughs) okay watch your watch your target to target clearance aisles possibly the week this comes out because target's weird yeah yeah Um, so it could be anywhere from a week that it comes out to a year later yeah Yeah. (laughs) so on super seven's store front online for 20 bucks they have a the japanese 86 movie poster and puzzle form it's a thousand pieces it's, it's only twenty dollars. Yeah, it's twelve by twenty. It's not, it's not bad. Like I'm probably gonna pick one up. I really like it. I hate I hate jigsaw puzzles. So, but not it's not nice style either. Well, yeah, make it. make your kids put it together then. They just lose pieces. <laughs> I ordered it. I love it. Hopefully, it'll be as nice in hand as I think it's gonna be. I'm gonna frame it. Um, I did see it was available on Big Bad Toy Store for pre order. So I actually, if I would have known that, I probably would have pre-ordered it and just added it to my pile of loot. That way I didn't close pay close to $10 to ship it. But, ah, good um, to know. Yeah. yeah. It, it yeah. looks nice in the box. I would, yeah. I might just get it for the box. And as a reminder for anybody who does want to frame this, um, tfradio.net slash Amazon for your puzzle glue and puzzle fixer. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I have been actually thinking about getting this and putting it together and fixing it and you know having it as a wall hanging because i love the japanese movie poster and like yeah reproductions of that have been made but like not super often and usually they're more expensive than this too Mm -hmm. so what's the source of this next item hasbro will be displaying goods at nuremberg toy fair but we probably won't see any of it is that because there's going to be like a security guard standing in front of it the bald guy Yeah. yeah something like that um so if i understand right hasbro or their PR reached out to at least TFW and probably other outlets directly about that they're going to have a presence at that at the German Toy Fair. Um, traditionally, that event is never open to the public. It's just for you know trade representatives. So while it is possible for people who would report on what they've seen to get in there uh, legitimately. Uh, Pictures are almost never going to happen. Uh, and, you know, what we refer to with the the bald gentleman standing in the way goes all the way back to pre-Combiner Wars, where uh, the very first looks at Devastator were taken from the grounds outside through a window uh, with a uh, security individual uh, blocking about half of the half of the Combiner. Nine years ago, Chris. Yep. yep. Uh, and... Uh, certain other outlets uh, even, you know, went as far as to uh, put out a monetary value on uh, clear pictures of that that would that they would be able to exclusively post on their front pages. No yeah. one would do that. Yeah, I know. Okay. It was it was quite a time, let me tell you. It was a different time. <laughs> so, there's going to be another 40th anniversary souvenir jacket, and it is so metal. Yeah, so the first one was the Dinobots, which was great already. 
And of course, they have to have the natural counterpart to that now, a Devastator jacket. Which is the proper way to celebrate the 40th anniversary, Hasbro. With Devastator. <laughs> Something from G1. <laughs> oh, don't let's start. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this okay. is, yeah, I love this. Not as much as the Dinobot jacket, but this is really cool. I like the colors. Uh, and I regret that I'm, you know, too American-sized and shaped to probably ever wear one of these. <laughs> do we have any idea on the cost, or do we? No, want I to don't. Know? I don't. I don't think we do yet. Yeah. It's going to be expensive. Yeah, it's um, not cheap. Um, specialty Maybe. Japanese apparel stuff like this is often even more expensive than specialty Western apparel stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, as someone who has been interested a few times over the years in getting like replica. Uh, like Sentai wardrobe pieces and seeing what that actually costs to get one that may or may not actually be in my size. Yes, no, this is not happening. Okay. Um, at the bottom of the page that we have the link. Yes. I believe that says 86,000 yen. Yes. 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 So, Don, that's about $700 at okay. the current exchange rate. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought that's okay because I was trying yeah. to find something that possibly like a end. little bit more. Yeah, yeah, and the biggest size they say is at XXL. Yeah, well, it's okay, not that that, that might actually fit me. Uh, hey, get it in Japanese sizing. Yeah, yeah, cool. Okay, it gives the sizes in centimeters, so you can always find out. So we have photos of the Beast Wars versus Set, Dinobot versus Tarantulas. Yeah, uh, there's a bunch of side by side comparisons in there, which um, like Dinobot is. Well, Dinobot's an extremely lateral move. There is more paint on the new one, but I would not say either of them are actually, like, objectively that much closer to being the correct animation appearance versus the other one. Or even better looking. Tarantulas, meanwhile, is a completely different kind of animal here, where I liken this in our Discord to the practice of going a mile out of your way to avoid one traffic light. So what they've done (laughs) is they they took um, the... They took a black plastic sprue, or no, they took a purple plastic sprue and turned it black. They cast it in black plastic instead. Then they repainted purple over, over almost all those parts. And this seems to just be for the purpose of making the elbows black. No other, no other functional difference to the toy, but to have the elbows be black. And they had to paint a ton more surfaces in order to achieve that goal. They also did paint uh, yellow the the molded in like stripe and spot details on the robot thighs um which on my hasbro one is something that i asked hey mickey to customize for me almost as soon as the toy came out uh so like that part i appreciate getting uh getting just you know right out of the box but yeah tarantulas is like the weirdest display of effort for the tiniest possible gain if you can even call it that dynamite looks pretty good though i just i don't think one is like more correct than the other one is um, that Tarantulas is a great toy, and some of the Hasbro Dinobots have been known to have plastic discoloration issues, so, like, this is not a bad set to pick up if you need, like, a new Dinobot and you never got around to Tarantulas from the Hasbro version. Um, you know, there's absolutely nothing wrong with this one. It's not, like, you know, painted on whiskers level of pointless, but, yeah. Yeah. I'd get I'd get this if I needed new copies of either toy. I'll put it that way. And sure. I'm still considering going for that, uh, Inferno and Air Razor, because those were uh, also like two of the better molds on yeah. the Kingdom Beast Wars redos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna read this one, just as Chris wrote it. Good. In case Brian wants to get some low cost ink, Dollar Tree has a new batch of Transformers tattoos. <laughs> My kids love these things, so yeah. I may get them. 
Yeah, anytime I see the combination of Dollar Tree and Transformers, I don't care what it is, it's going in the show notes for you. Yeah, my <laughs> wife always will bring me back some crap from Dollar Tree like this. So. I mean, I think that's really cool and funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's a good collection of the, uh, of the what do they call this art again? Oh, the evergreen stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good collection of evergreen uh, art for the evergreen characters if anybody wants a good, cheap look at this. Yeah, and it can be on your face. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, cool. Hard to look at there, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what mirrors are for, Rob. I know. I'm sure they have those at Dollar Tree as well. So, you know, we've, we've worked out a whole shopping list. Yep. Okay, let's jump to what we got this week. Uh, we'll, we, of course, we do Transformers, what we got this week. But for patrons, you get to hear, like, the full Monty ham sandwiches and all. Let's go to Diecast. What did you get? I got Machine Wars Soundwave. Which oh, is neat. the fans' hobby third-party machine more Soundwave? Uh, I think I overpaid because on the box it says a uh, nine ninety nine, which is kind of a reference back to the it, uh, going on clearance sticker. Yeah, um, yeah, because I was there. Zach, I worked at KB at the there, time. Man. So did I. Um, but yeah, it, it, I'm happy to have it. I love this mold, and this is the third time I have this mold now. So, but but they took the eagle bits out of that, right? The bird, the falcon bits. That yeah, the same changes for stalker should apply to this okay. one. Yeah, All yeah. Right. But yeah, that's uh, of course the big item which I was excited about isn't going to be here till t- tomorrow. Oh, uh, so. is it an Omega Prime? It? it is not an Omega. Prime. Can you give us a hint? I already have an Omega Prime, the Optimus Prime, and the Ultra Magnus on my shelf. Like I have all three or technically four displayed so yeah that's all i got this week so no hint as to what you're what you're getting nope it's a surprise oh okay cool uh donald what about you uh the one thing i picked up this week came in today um shows store had a sale on uh mech fan toys figure which is for once it was an original mold um it's a rodimus it's a hot rod slash rodimus prime that titanium mm, legends class really uh but this is the metallic version it's pretty there is another mech fan toys hot rod that's more the magenta also the rodimus the winnebago part the hot when it transforms it's just like the masterpiece yeah so it's like there's a lot of cues to the masterpiece you have you have the flip down exhaust pipes the hot the rodimus fits under there and it's it was it was originally like fifty bucks and it was on sale for like twenty five with free shipping. Does it does it scrape the paint off of the spoiler when you put it in the trailer like the masterpiece? Did they get to that level of detail? Dude, and knees explode. Actually, no, because <laughs> the spoiler has a cutout under the Rodimus part. Ah, where it, where it goes and is encapsulated by these side panels where you see the where the hinges oh, are. Oh, kind of, kind of like the um, was that DX nine? Uh well no D well kinda but the the DX nine the carry was all all in one. There was oh no, no you know what I'm you know I'm thinking I'm thinking of protector it had the slots in the side for yeah yeah protector had yeah all, all the versions of protector yeah. have okay had that's the, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 so I was real happy with that it's gonna look and it also comes with a target master if you want them in hot rod form with a target master you got a couple of different spoiler options so I think for twenty five bucks and free shipping it was a nice little addition to my shelf. For, and, yeah, for twenty five dollars, I probably would have gone for that too because that that is pretty cool looking. Yeah, and that's all I got this week. 
Was it actually twenty five dollars, or was that like post Donanomics twenty five dollars? Well, I had I had five dollars in shows. It was twenty nine ninety nine, but I had five dollars in shows oh. reward points, so it was twenty five. But I mean twenty, even twenty nine, okay, yeah, down from fifty and free shipping is still pretty good. It's okay, already no, sold out. Ooh. Matt, what about you? All right, so I picked up the uh, retro movie Perceptor. You like it? Oh, huh. Pretty. Uh, I do. I mean, I I always like the retro G one toys. They're nice. So this is. Like I guess this. I think I only have one other Perceptor before this. Um, I also got the the retro 40th anniversary Blaster and Steeljaw. Oh, hmm. that looks so good, isn't it nice? Uh, it is. Uh, mine has some paint issues across the across the brow. Like it looks like the paint ran down both sides. It's a little disappointing. Other than that, it looks really nice. So I have at least three G1 blasters now and one that is some- cast. There's some cherry red looking plastic on that too. I like that. Uh, that might be a trick of the camera. It's ah, damn. Yeah, it is. It is not quite cherry red, but it is very pronounced. It's mm. I, yeah, it's very nice looking. Yeah, I do it's like very the, close to Brian's shirt. Yeah, I do oh, like yeah, the great. And I like. I haven't messed with a G1 steel jaw in so long. I forgot he extends in the middle. That's yeah, that's nice. Uh, and I also picked up uh, generations. United Deluxe Bumblebee from Animated. Uh, so I got this from Pulse from their Heroes and Villains sales. So it was 15% off with the code. So it knocked it down to about 21 something and it still feels like I paid way too much. This thing is tiny. Um, other than that, I actually really like what they've done with it. Uh, I know we had talked previously like when we first saw this thing about how like the head doesn't look like it fits on the body it looks better in person to me anyway nice. like the this body seems like it could fit you know either an animated or a traditional styled head um i was looking forward to like getting this as a wasp or some kind of repaint but honestly i don't know if i can do it now because it is it is that small i and, saw i saw in the comments on a video when i watched and i think someone summed it up perfectly and if i'm pulling it from the wrong person i apologize deluxe is a price point not a size yeah and but that but at the same time this feels like something i paid nine dollars for in power of the primes oof yeah so as much as i want to i want to like it i can't love it because it, there's just not enough there for the price but that that's it for me uh chris yes okay uh all right for on topic stuff i uh got legacy thundertron from Paladin off of my wish list so thank you, oh, Paladin. Cool. You know, I never had the original uh, Thundertron because, like, Brian, you remember we went to BotCon 2012 and Rick Alvarez, when he was still working for Hasbro, he was, uh, you know, doing their panel the one day, and he actually had a production sample of Thundertron, and it was in a completely different deco than what the toy ended up coming out as. Vaguely. And the that pre-production deco was what I really liked about that toy. It looked so nice, like, so vibrant and crisp, and the toy that came out was just really blah by comparison so the legacy one hues way way stronger to that pre-production deco so like i really really like how this looks the paint job on this is great all the colors are bright like the white on here is super clean and bright the blue is really vibrant and pops nicely the gold accents are just they're uh well gold slash bronze it kind of depends on how you got them how you get them in the light but like they're spread out and just really give like a a nice contrasting accent to that. I love how the deco turned out on this. Um as the robot mode goes, like 
the articulation's pretty much what you expect. For their, for as much like decorative armor pieces as are on this, it's designed fairly thoughtfully where stuff doesn't get in the way. Especially like the big hip panels, they're ball jointed and have a lot of range to move and not interfere with how the legs are moving. Um, the the only actual like shortfall of the articulation here, and I'm not necessarily even complaining about this. So where on the left leg you have an ankle rocker. The right ankle is designed to do the peg leg gimmick like the original toy did. And because of that, there's no ankle tilt on that side, whether you have the foot on or not. So that's always a static ankle, basically. Like, it can swivel a little bit, I think, around that, but it can't tilt. Um, So the posing is always going to be a little bit limited, especially if you have the foot on. Uh, Now, to to my pleasant surprise... On the peg leg, the other foot is big enough and the ankle joints are solid enough that, like, it balances really well on that tiny peg leg. I'm, like, really surprised at how stable it is with just the tiny little... I think that's, like, a three millimeter end on that. You could put a blast effect on his peg leg if you wanted to. I don't know why you would, but, like... Oh, wow, Matt is holding up for us on camera right now. The Legacy United animated Bumblebee... Next to Power of the Primes, Hailgate, and damn if they are not nearly the same size. That's scary. That's sad. I assume the Bumblebee has a little bit more complexity to it than the Tailgate does, but like, yeah, wow. Um, but yeah, Thundertron is really nice in robot mode. The transformation, I had to reference the instructions a little bit to figure out where some of the limbs were wanting to go to lock down in um, the alternate mode. Uh, one thing that I was pleasantly surprised with with uh, how this works, the front legs, it's not obvious at first, but they're actually designed to tab into the robot arms, and it like completely shores up the structure of the lion or whatever he turns into. Um, and like it's a very simple little thing and really easy to get set in place once you get the arms locked in. And like I would not have thought of that myself. Um, to do that to make it be so like structurally solid like it can hold itself up really well because the elbow joints on the front legs are uh their rib joints on my copy they're very solid um and like they will hold their position really well uh with most of the weight being on the front end of the toy and the back legs do the traditional like you know beast wars style or you know any kind of beast form if it's a cat where it's just kind of the robot legs bent in two places to kind of look like the rear legs of a cat uh and i mean you kind of come to expect that kind of thing there's not too much else they could do with that and it's fine uh the ankle joint problem isn't so much of a thing here although I'm finding that the feet can't quite pitch forward as much as I would like them to for it to stand in the posture that seems like it would be correct, but that's not a huge deal to me. But yeah, like, overall, this is really nice. Um, Nicer than I was expecting, and from the comparison photos I've seen, it's about the same size as the original Thundertron 2, so it's not like a case of, say, animated Bumblebee like Matt was talking about, where, like, it's you know much smaller than the original or tinier than what you what price point makes you think it should be. This is really satisfying, really pretty. I'm really happy with this. Thank you so much, Paladin. Uh, so other things I got. Um, hey, Mickey brought me when I met up with him last week. Uh, Origins Jazz and Velocitron Crasher and Shadow Strip. Oh, nice. uh, Crasher I had before. 
but mine came from pulse with paint damage and of course you know at the time it was basically impossible to replace that so uh he was able to grab me one from the the supply at ross so i have a better condition replacement now and i have shadow strip now to add to my collection of uh just in case g2 stunticons um i didn't have a chance yet to really like dig into origins jazz but like i've seen his when i visited him the last time and like i thought that was looking like they'd done a pretty good job making that design work in practice so like i'm looking forward to spending a little bit more time with that um so while I was out with Hey Mickey doing the rounds at the toy stores uh, in and around the Nashville area, I found three of the four Titans Return clones for $3 each at a comic book store. So now I have an additional Fastlane Cloud, Cloudraker and Wingspan. They didn't have Pounce for whatever reason. I think the Autobot clones were from the, the re-release 2-pack, uh, and Wingspan seemed to be uh, from the original release. So that may be why um, no uh pounds uh the person who owned these previously may not have got that box set that he was in uh we went to a few targets but the most either of us could find transformers wise was battlemaster air razor so i went ahead and grabbed one of those because i hadn't seen one in a while and i went ahead and gotten optimus primal along with that as well and then a couple of days later i went to my local walmart and i while i was getting a replacement for my defective rc weaponizer 2 pack that i talked about a couple weeks ago um, they actually had a couple of the Rhinox Battlemasters for the first time in quite a while, so I grabbed one of those, too. Uh, and then with the Cheetor that comes with RC, I think now I have all of the Rise of the Beast Battlemasters that are named for the original Beast Wars characters, so that I'm probably good to stop there with those. Uh, and I think that covers all my on-topics. Rob? Uh, nothing on-topic. So, I got this from Amazon Japan today. I thought I'd canceled it. It is hoist. Ah. Masterpiece hoist. So I'm not certain if I'm keeping it or not. I have no idea. So I'll figure it out. Yeah. Well we look we looked at the pictures a few weeks ago, Brian, and it was like he that mold looks a lot better as hoist than it ever did as trailbreaker. I think that's one of the yeah, better looking recent ones. Yeah. So I have Trailbreaker somewhere too. I haven't opened it. I may I may keep them. We'll see. Ham sandwiches are exclusive to Patreon, where you can go to patreon.com slash tfradio and sign up. Uh, patrons get an ad-free version of RFC. Get it a day early. Doesn't mean 24 hours. Get the day before. Higher bit rate, weekly Patreon-exclusive pre-show podcast, unedited episodes of RFC, and I think I'm going to have some edits. I may trim down some of Diecast's G-Winer commentary. Man, it was Trim, pretty. Not omit diecast. Don't make omit, those gestures. Trim it down, cause man, that was that was that was a lot. Uh, and that'll be exclusive to Patreon. Diecast <laughs> is offended. Um, we, we we'll have the new "There Goes My Money" podcast a week early. Patrons at the touch tier get to be on "There Goes My Money" uh, starting February. That's going to be posted twice a month. Touch patrons get to be mentioned on the show each week and listed at tfradio.net/slash/credits. And I'll do that now. Kevin Dorsey. Tiger Forces Ninja Consultant, Jason Hiley, Eric Griffin, Rick Mahurin, Ryan Bona, Emmett Stresovich, Rabbits, Hector Bones, Joey Russell, Sean Williamson, Spider Bob, Jake Klein Rye, Sean Hamilton, Jacob Odalucia, and Sean Bratton. And uh, so they, we have to, it's called the Hot Five right now because Hot Five was um, the podcast that we're sunsetting for our patrons. 
But mm-hmm. is that uh, is that exclu- is that exclusive just to patrons who are at the touch tier? Can anybody get to that? Um, I think I manually set up the access list for the Hot Five channel. Okay, but uh, so if you sign up at Patreon.com/slash/TFRadio, that's touch tier. You can coordinate with Chris and everything in that channel. So, but uh, you can connect with me at contact at Oh, uh, when I say I set up manually, I mean I think I added the relevant people. Uh, okay. Annually, based on Rob's list of participants in History on the Fives. Okay. Yes. So, so we're going to, I don't know if, I, I don't think we have a separate uh, Discord role or if Patreon even supports having separate Discord roles for different supporter tiers. We'll figure it out. Uh, yeah. Like for the moment, if you want to sign up as a touch patron to be on There Goes My Money, you will have to go through Brian to uh, get the communication sorted out to me. Um, because he's the one with the access to the Patreon information and can, you know, go through all that and make sure everything's in order. Yep. Contact at tfradio.net. Sign up at patreon.com slash tfradio. You can find all of our stuff at tfradio.net. We have podcasts going back to 1999. We've been doing this a while. Um, We're on Twitter occasionally at tfradio, Facebook at facebook.com slash tfradio. If you want to watch us live... You can uh, join us at uh, youtube.com slash Radio Free Cybertron, I think. And, of course, we have our Discord at tfradio.net slash Discord. You can find everything I do at briankilby.com. I just posted my first true crime podcast. Ooh. Yes. Need to go. briankilby.com. You can check it out right there. (laughs) So, and I'm also, like, on Twitter at bkilby and bluesky at kilby.bsky.social. Uh, Diecast, how do people get a hold of you? They get a hold of me on Twitter and Blue Sky at Diecast2. You can like my Facebook page at Reviews by Diecast, and you can see all my reviews on youtube.com slash RFC reviews. Cool. Donald. I have to ask, Brian, does your true crime podcast involve the Taco Bell sinkhole in some fashion? The next one might. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I can be reached on Twitter at HMRC, the number four EVR. Cool. Um, Rob? I'm on Blue Sky at Rob uh, Flails.bsky.social, and uh, mostly just me babbling. I uh, am on YouTube at Flail Throughs. I am covering Gundam Battle Operation 2 for both Steam and. Uh, playstation network last week on pc we added the freedom gundam which is from a totally different universe than everything else in the game that generated a lot of comment i bet yeah uh, it's a platform exclusive and it's an alternate universe so there is you know so it gave everybody an equal chance to be mad about something it was great ah uh, discourse uh how is it game balance wise um so far it looks like it's it's not too bad um the, the bigger controversy game balance wise uh, last week is that they buffed the uh, Unicorn and Fenix Gundams, which a lot of buffed? people. Said, yeah. Well, to be honest, the, uh, in Unicorn's case, they nerfed it not long after it came out, so it kind of didn't uh-huh. need pulled back a little bit. And I am dragging this on way too long, but youtube.com slash flailthroughs if you want to see about Gundam Battle Operation 2. Uh, patreon.com slash flailthroughs if you want to support what I'm doing with Gundam Battle Operation. And if you'd rather just send me something not necessarily related to Gundam or Gundam Battle Operation 2, uh, tfradio.net slash claylist is where my Amazon wishlist lives, and that will uh, knock a few pennies back towards the operation of the show. Very cool. Chris? I'm on social media on Blue Sky at ChrisRTXV. You can find the things I've done on the internet at playwithphotography.com. 
which includes uh, toy photography and articles about such. Um, you can find me all the time in our Discord at tfradio.net slash Discord. Great place to talk about random things and bits. And uh, we, you know, have interesting commentary on new reveals as they come out, uh, such as the uh, whole Omega Prime thing, which was just yesterday as of when we were recording. And of course, we had all kinds of talk about both the Chromia and the Shard uh, leaks. So like, definitely if you want to like keep up with what's going on and uh, get some interesting color comments about uh, what we all think about that, come join us in our Discord. It, it's a great place to be and interact with fellow fans. Uh, and my Amazon wish list is at tfradio.net slash chrislist. It's never too late to send me a birthday present. Just saying. Cool. Matt? Uh, you can find me at melvar.bsky.social. That's pretty much it. <laughs> Very cool. Three L's, two R's. Three L's, two R's. Yeah. John DeLuna, not here. That John D everywhere. Rob Springer, not here. Robo Rob Springer on Twitter and at zonebase.org. And on Blue Sky at zonebase.bsky.social. I'm about to pass out. We will see you next week. This has been Radio Free Cybertron. Visit us at tfradio.net for show notes and to subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at tfradio for news and updates. Watch our live stream at tfradio.net slash live. Join our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash tfradio. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, TF Radio Network. Have a question or comment? Leave it on our Facebook fan page or mail it to contact at tfradio.net. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons license. Any part of this podcast can and should be redistributed, but please, proper attribution is required if you know what's good for you. Jeez, what are these guys ever going to move out of their parents' basements? Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.